Hi there, this is Taylor checking in with some conservation news from the past couple weeks for Pelicanus and Intentional Ecology. Working in the environmental field is an experience of some very high highs and some low lows. As always, there are horrendous environmental stories that deserve our attention, action, and mobilization, but it is our opinion that you can find those headlines in many places. But there are also empowering and inspiring stories that demonstrate major conservation successes from around the globe, achieved by real people who have grouped together to create a better planet. We've been collecting these stories and messages every week for years, and I'm still surprised at how resilient and creative both nature and humans are when facing big challenges. Hi everyone, we've got a handful of headlines for today's Pelicanus news. I've categorized them into drawdown, animal rights, and wildlife. These stories are truly incredible and also reminders to me that conservation can actually work. Okay, so the first article is in the first category of drawdown, and this is coming from NBCNews.com. This is one of the bigger news stories of the whole year. Biden signs executive order to make U.S. government carbon neutral by 2050. Wow. President Joe Biden is aiming to leverage the federal government's massive buying power to jumpstart the market for clean energy, electrical vehicles, and more efficient buildings. In an executive order, Biden set new goals for the government to cut its carbon dioxide emissions by 65% by the end of this decade and to zero out federal emissions by 2050. The order puts the U.S. in line with global targets to reach net-zero carbon emissions by the middle of the century, which scientists say is needed to reduce the effects of climate change. Biden's order also establishes a buy-clean policy directing the federal government to use lower-emissions construction materials. It calls for the government to use 100% clean electricity by 2030. The executive order will reduce emissions across federal operations, invest in American clean energy industries and manufacturing, and create clean, healthy, and resilient communities, the White House said. As the country's largest employer, the federal government has about $650 billion in annual purchasing power for goods and services, the White House said. That makes the government and its purchasing plan significant factors for businesses and manufacturers looking for lucrative contracts as they decide what products to offer. That is incredible. Our second article is out of theguardian.com, and this is another fantastic one. Renewable energy has, quote-unquote, another record year of growth, says the IEA. Renewables will account for about 95% of growth in global power generation capacity up to the end of 2026, finds Energy Agency. It has been another record year for renewable energy despite the COVID-19 pandemic and rising costs for raw materials around the world, according to the International Energy Agency, IEA. About 290 gigawatts of new renewable energy generation capacity, mostly in the form of wind turbines and solar panels, has been installed around the world this year, beating the previous record last year. On current trends, renewable energy generating capacity will exceed that of fossil fuels and nuclear energy combined by 2026. 
New climate and energy policies in many countries around the world have driven the growth, with many governments setting out higher ambitions on cutting greenhouse gas emissions before and at the Conference of Parties 26 UN Climate Summit that was in Glasgow last month. However, this level of growth is still only about half that is required to meet net zero carbon emissions by mid-century. Fatih Baral, executive director of the IEA, said, This year's record renewable energy additions are yet another sign that a new global energy economy is emerging. The high commodity and energy prices we are seeing today pose new challenges for the renewable industry, but elevated fossil fuel prices also make renewables even more competitive. Our next category is animal rights. Both of these have to do um, with fashion and cosmetics. Um, The first one is coming out of theguardian.com. Elle Magazine bans fur from magazines worldwide. Elle Magazine becomes the first major publication to ban fur content across all of its pages, saying it is rejecting animal cruelty. They have announced that they will stop using fur in all of its editorial and advertising content worldwide, becoming the first major publication to do so. The monthly lifestyle magazine, which originated in France and is owned by the French media group Le Gardeur, has 45 editions around the world. It has about 33 million readers from Mexico to Japan, with 100 million monthly online visitors. But Elle's international director, Valeria Besoyo Llopez, told an annual two-day fashion industry conference in Britain that fur was no longer acceptable. The presence of animal fur in our pages and on our digital media is no longer in line with our values, nor our readers, she said. It is time for Elle to make a statement, rejecting animal cruelty. Besoyo Llopez told delegates at the Business of Fashion Voices 2021 event in Oxfordshire, southern England. Instead, she said the magazine wanted to increase awareness for animal welfare and foster a more humane fashion industry. Speaking of humane, this next one comes out of the humanesociety.org. New Jersey passes ban on cosmetic animal testing. Governor Phil Murphy signed legislation to end the sale of cosmetics in New Jersey that have been newly tested on animals, preventing the cruel and unnecessary use of rabbits, guinea pigs, mice, and rats in cosmetic safety assessments. Animals used in cosmetics testing suffer through painful tests. Rabbits have chemicals rubbed onto their shaved skin or dripped into their eyes and are observed for signs of irritation such as redness, bleeding, and ulcers. Guinea pigs and mice have substances injected under their skin or smeared onto their ears to evaluate allergic responses. Rats are forced to ingest large amounts of chemicals to determine the lethal dose that eventually causes death. Pain relief is rarely provided and the animals are killed at the end of these tests. State Senator Joseph Lagana and State Assemblyman Anthony Varilla were the primary sponsors of the legislation, which passed unanimously in both the New Jersey State Senate and Assembly with an extensive list of bipartisan co-sponsors. In the passage of this law, New Jersey has recognized overwhelming public opinion that animals should not suffer to test cosmetic products or ingredients, said Vicki Katernick, Director of Animal Research and Testing for the Humane Society of the United States. All right, our final uh, article here. This one's uh, coming from theguardian.com. This is in our wildlife category. 
Um, the the article just the, the headline just starts out phenomenal. <laughs> so phenomenal. Farn Islands seal numbers expected to reach new high. National Trust Rangers predict record year as they begin the count of gray seal pups. This is what it's all about, said Richard Beaven, beaming. To see this many seals when ten years ago there would not have been any. Beaven is a zoologist surveying the shore of the inner Farne Islands off the coast of North Northumberland. As far as the eye can see, there are about a hundred female gray seals and their dependent pups. In the water, hopeful males splash about, none more obvious than a dominant bull with a Roman nose and scar. We've called him Pacino, said a ranger. It is a joyous, gloriously noisy scene, and experts say a vivid illustration of a British conservation success story. The Farne Islands are home to one of England's largest gray seal colonies and have the longest history of seal pup counting. This week, National Trust Rangers, helped for the first time by thermal imagery technology, were completing a crucial count, which did not take place last year because of the pandemic. In 1956, there were 751 pups counted. In 2019, there were 2,823. This year, the expectation is that there will be many more, making it a record year for gray seals on the islands. It is looking that way, said Beaven, a senior lecturer at Newcastle University. Some of the outer island groups look incredibly dense. The gray seal was the first animal to be protected by modern UK legislation in the Gray Seals Protection Act of 1914. About 50% of the world population now lives in British and Irish waters. Wow. Okay, I hope these stories bring some optimism and lightness to your month, and I look forward to sharing more in the future. <laughs>